to put a under pad. <laughs> Remember those blue pads you used to wear? Around? Yeah, that's what, that's why the cameras from the desk up. <laughs> I mean, the place was just covered in piss by the time we were there. <laughs> Good thing we we have a plenty of those pads. Right? Yeah. Good All morning, right. lady and gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. TGIM. With us yep. today, we have the beautiful. I wanted to wait to see what she was going to do. I was like, talented Jill Simonian, the fab mom. Hashtag the fab mom. Yeah. Welcome, Jill. Hi. So is it, is, it, is it Jillian or is it just Jill? No, it's just Jill. J-I-L-L. J-I-L-L. That's so, it. So, okay. There's, normally what they do is they, they'll take a longer name and they'll, they'll cut it down. Like their parents that name their kids, for example, like Liz. It's like, oh, so is the kid's name Elizabeth? No, 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 no. Just, 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 just Liz. Liz. Just Jill. My, my favorite is when it's a guy's name. My name's William, but call me Dick. <laughs> well, that's the nickname. No, that's, that's Richard. That's, that's Richard. Richard. No, Richard. Richard, Richard, has, Richard I understand. I've heard William many times, too. Like, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, Richard, is, Richard is Dick. Will, <laughs> William is Bill. Uh, Charles is Chuck. What else is there? There's a lot of them. Maybe he just wants to be called Dick. Maybe. Or that. I mean, oh. could you imagine? <laughs> or that. Could you, some, some people could you, might like it. Could you imagine his last name was like Dickinson or something? I mean, that would be like the, would be the ultimate slap in the face. So, like from the parents to the child. It's like we're going to name it. It's our last name is Dickinson, but we're going to name him Richard. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. I'm sharing us now. Fantastic. And yeah. I wrote on fire now. There you go. Yes. Is that good? Perfect. That is perfect. Mm-hmm. All righty. So. Armon, pull your laptop back. Are you guys going to slam it? There you go. All right, guys. <laughs> that the fab, the mom. fab mom. So, uh, for those of you that don't know, Jill actually she's she's multi talented. She's done a she's done a bunch of stuff, uh, KTLA, uh, CBS, right? All that all that good stuff. And by the way, we're having wine today. I'm having wine because yes. I'm a, I don't know why I'm like wiggly and nervous. Really? Why? The wise nuts have that. Effect. We have that effect. <laughs> you guys do like no joke. <laughs> yeah. We we're, walked in here. We were talking. It was so easy. I'm not drunk at, yet, but I brought the wine glasses for all of your wives, mm -hmm. Thank you. and you were so kind to pour wine, and now I'm drinking wine because I'm, like, nervous and sweaty. Don't be nervous. Well, good. If, if you walk half a block, we're like celebrities, and then past that, nobody knows us. All right. Okay. As, as, soon, as, you, as soon as you hit Eagle, Eagle Rock, everybody's like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Who the hell are these wise nuts? Who are they? Keep going. Sorry. Uh, I want to know. We're local you. to a few zip codes. <laughs> there you go. So the fact mom <clears throat> this, this isn't fabulous right is it it's fabulous focused fresh and any other f word you want to assign to it <laughs> i can so, think of a few we're gonna we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it pg-13 so you might hear Good. one or two I mean, hey, if the schools aren't keeping it PG-13, <laughs> why do we need to? We don't have to. We'll, we'll talk about the school situation as well. But So you, Jill wrote a book. It's called The Fab Mom. And it's basically about uh, the empowering a mom before and even after pregnancy. Is that correct? Right. And what they go through. I mean, listen, I know we're four guys sitting down with the female and – we don't want to become the view, but there, we have a lot. No, of, we no, have, you don't. Yeah, that's but, for sure. But we have a lot of female viewers. We have a lot of female viewers, and this is something where they would actually, you know, uh, love to know some more information about this and, you know, what it exactly is about um, and where they can buy. So can you give us just a – before we jump into the book, where yeah. can they buy this from? Okay, so it's on Amazon. It's at Barnes & Noble. You can also go to my website, thefabmom.com. Mm -hmm. 
And I wrote the book because I, well, I was scared to death of being pregnant for the first time. I was, I, my husband and I got married. We, I, we got pregnant unexpectedly, happily, yay, uh, about two months after our wedding. And I was like, oh, no, 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 hell no, I'm not ready for this. Freaked out, scared, everything like that I shouldn't be feeling. I mean, thank God my little girls came when they did. <laughs> but I was so scared. So I started my website, thefabmom.com, and I was writing about all the things I was scared about, blah, 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 blah. And then a couple years later, um, I wrote the book because I had back-to-back babies. And so I wrote about – this book is – purely for first time pregnancy. And it talks about getting through the first, if getting through pregnancy, how to prepare for baby and getting through the first year without losing yourself and without freaking out about the whole lifestyle change. And it's a very no drama, no frills, get your bleep together and you can do it because Having a baby is difficult, but the thing that makes it all so crazy difficult these days is us. So it's like breaking all of it down and telling personal stories and then having like fun celebrity stories and then having expert advice on how to prepare and food and all that. And you guys are so bored already, but that's the book. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just, were you, preg- you said girls, were you pregnant with twins or? No, no, no. I, oh, okay. uh, no, sorry. Not clear. Maybe I'm a little. Look at how that. good his wine glass looks. And then I made wine glasses when I launched the book. And so now we have them here today. Cheers yep, to that. Cheers, cheers so, to that. There yeah. you go. But uh, no, cheers. I had back to back babies where literally I had, we had our first daughter and I fell in love with her and I was like, oh my gosh, thank God I'm a mom. And like, I, you know, totally did a mind shift and fell in love with the experience. And then nine months after our first daughter was born, I tell my husband, so we're having another baby. And he looked at me and he goes, no, we already have a baby. I go, no, yes, we're having another baby. <laughs> Remember that thing we did there the night? <laughs> and it was like, okay. And so did you explain to him how it happened? Saying, yeah, well, I personally think I needed a lesson on how it happens because obviously I was having some kind of an issue. But no, it all worked out great. And oh my gosh, I love my girls so much. They're seven oh, and eight already. now. They're seven and eight, eight now. Oh, yeah. Wow. See, that's a good thing. They're so close in age as well. And they, they, I'm sure they're like best friends. They are. Oh, they're they're like best, best, best besties. And, and I just jacked up your mic. Sorry. Don't worry about it. Don't okay. worry. What is it with these TV hosts? Our actually did the same thing. No. Oh my god. Did she? Yeah. She oh, did. that makes me feel better because I adore her, and I always talk with my hands, and I'm like, get it together. Okay. Well, back then we had the robotic arms. Yeah, we, we had the giant. <laughs> she kept just banging into it. She was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I just keep hitting this damn thing. But uh, so, I mean, what's the relationship you have with your with your daughters now? I mean, are you guys you guys are I'm sure like besides your daughters being so close together, what kind of relationship do you have with your kids now? I, mean, I talk you- about, I talk about everything with them age appropriate, of course. Hello. Yeah. But I, my big thing. And one thing that I talk about, I've written about it on my blog, how, how many times, and then I've talked about it in the book. There's a whole chapter about talking, talking to your baby, talking to your kids. I was the crazy lady at home because I, I wasn't working with a newborn and I was at home talking to my baby. Hey, so do you think I should have a bagel this morning? Oh, I bet. You know what? When you grow up, you're going to love bagels and you might like peanut butter on it and blah, blah, blah. I would talk to my baby. So you were basically like I a crazy would person. Talk to my kids, but I'll tell you what it did. It made it, it, it made that. And if you talk to pediatricians and psychologists and all sorts of child development, yep. they will say the more you talk to your kid, the better. 
more language proficient they're going to be. They're going to be able to pay attention. They're going to be awake. They're going to be alive. They're going to be interactive, communicative, the whole shabam. So I've been talking to my girls nonstop and now they talk to me nonstop and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I just need like some quiet, (laughs) but it's great. (laughs) I'm assuming your husband on like family road trips is just ecstatic about it, right? When you guys hit the road and just drive. No, we're actually quiet in the car. That's our downtime where we look out the window and we go Zen and peaceful and we listen to music. Really? so, yeah, we listen to Frank Sinatra. I to, oh my gosh! So how was how was it? You know, raising two daughters right next to each other in age. It, it was like weird. Kids. No, they were around. like babies. Like I had, I I walked into. I mean, one day I remember it was a hard day. Every mom knows that you have your great days with babies and toddlers, and then you have the days where you're like, "This sucks. I want to go to bed." But it was on one of those hard days where everyone was just sort of punchy and cranky and tired and everything. And I walked into their room because they share a room Mm -hmm. and there's two cribs, obviously, because one is like two and the other one's an infant. And I walked in and I was like, holy shit, how do I have two cribs in this room? And there's two babies staring at me and their eyes are like this and they're staring at me. And I'm like, how are there two cribs in this room? And then, you know, two people in diapers and then two people and then, you know, one and then and then when my little one turned four, I felt like I suddenly turned a corner because she was much more self-sufficient. I mean, you know, like I still had to feed her and stuff, but like it was much easier because she could go potty on her own. She could. So that and since I really like this stage now because they're still little where they tell me everything and we talk and I ask about friends at school and they tell me everything but they're still you know they're they're yeah. they're self-sufficient they can like fend for themselves it's funny like kids nowadays they're it's they'll tell you everything and anything yep like my my brother's daughter who's 10 she knows everything that's happening at school Good. she tells her mom everything good. that's happening at school that's a fab mom that's good that's a fab mom that is a fab mom Talking and getting, and your kid tells you, you keep that because when they get to be teenagers, so I've heard, they don't want to talk about nothing, but you need that information. Yes. So good. Go ahead. Do you you still remember the wakeless, I mean, sleepless nights? Yes. When one of them would wake the other one up? Yes. Yeah. My big one was always, (laughs) are you, who's in, are you, who's in, you guys have little kids. Who's in the sleepless? Oh, so, uh, oh. But yes, you, I mean, that's wonderful, but like, oh, good. You sleep through the night. Okay, so that's a fab I, mom, too. I have. I mean, fab dad, too. I have a, I have a glass You're of wine like, with You have a fab mom. I do, but I, it's the glass of wine that helps him sleep, actually. Okay, well, that works. <laughs> what about hey, whiskey? Hey, I was going to say, army, yeah. The, I, I do the whiskey now, Noah does the wine. Oh, okay. He's <laughs> working his palate towards it. Okay. Oh, I like it. I like Whiskey's it. at maybe one year old. One year. One year <laughs> is the one year. <laughs> I, have a, I have a six and seven year old. Oh, your kids are cute. Closer, yeah. Six and I seven. I got 11, four, and one and a half. Oh, okay. So then you're still, does your one and a half still wake up? Once in a while. Yeah. We know we, but Teething. the thing is, he doesn't wake up crying. He will wake up. Walk all the way to our yep. our room and goes, looks at ah uh, yeah <laughs> like yeah pick me up 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine and Henry's kid are the same age. Practically, I think they're yeah. like a month apart from oh, each other. Mine oh, is a year cute. and seven now. You yeah. guys should bring them on the podcast. We're, we're you know, we're thinking Why? about that as well. But Father's oh. Day. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but the oh, problem Father's is we need to hire her as. I'm a good marketing person. PR. You're gonna be in charge of PR. I will. I will. We'll work for wine. We'll take a load off of our shoulders. So, Jill, you are. Of course, you're Armenian. Simonian yes. is your last name or husband's last Simonian name? Simonian is my maiden name. My husband is Andre Panosian. Okay. He's a plastic surgeon in Pasadena. Go find him. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> I yeah, got, I, I need I to. Got a, I told you I'm a great marketing person. I got three clients for you at this table. Yeah. <laughs> you're he, one of them, right? He doesn't do Botox, though. He does do no, Botox. He does do Botox. He does. I thought there he does do. reconstructive. He does. He, he go, he, did you see? He goes reconstructive. What <laughs> was your hands like that? He totally did that thing. He does a reconstruction. He does. Did you did you get that on the camera? I can't see. I'm sure it's there. Um, We have a delay, but we'll see it in about ten seconds. How my hilarious! First time I've been embarrassed on our show. No, don't be embarrassed. (laughs) You guys, no. May I say, you guys are super easy to talk to. You really are. You're fun. That's a good thing. That's another thing. Everyone. Yes. No. He does reconstructive pediatric and adult mm-hmm. like he fixes facial paralysis and then he treats this special um rare condition called neurofibromatosis which some people might know about it's very rare but then he also does cosmetic and aesthetic because he's in la mm. oh. and you kind of have to because yes. <laughs> i'm i'm linkedin friends with your husband and yeah. i see him all the time on missionary work in armenia yes. we're go- yeah we're going there in june with an organization called Mending Kids that he's done a mission, a surgical mission for every year since 2016. So we're going there at the end of June. So you've been, have you been to the motherland before? No. You have This is my first oh, time. We're taking great. our kids. Oh, wow. This is going to be awesome. It. I want to go. You know what? It's number one on my list. The Subarag factory. What? Uh-huh. Oh my God. You guys don't even know what Subarag is. You're such LA Army. Sorry guys. Can we pause for a minute? They're, they're <laughs> saying the video is blurry. Oh. Check the camera. What's it's going fine on? here. There you go. Are we okay? Are we okay? It looks good on my side. I don't know. I, I'm fine here. I'm okay here. Maybe ask them to maybe sometimes my it lenses. Might be, it might be their, it might be their connection. Refresh oh, the man. connection. Can you check your uh, – go outside. There's a box. <laughs> <laughs> Unplug it. Plug Unplug it back it, in. Plug it. <laughs> if it doesn't work, call your call your internet. Call a charter cable. There's actually more than one person. Oh, is that, oh do, you know, do you know? You know what you should do? Maybe the wire is kind of bent. See if you could – no, no, no. The blue one. The blue one. There you go. Don't disconnect it, but there you go. Can they hear us? Oh, are you yeah, on the Wi-Fi or are you on the thing? Okay. I'm on the okay. It should, it should. There we go. Better now. Oh, hopefully. Okay. There we go. Okay. So we got a better okay. now out of them. So awesome. it's the first time going to Armenia with the family? First time. Yes. And you are fourth generation Armenian. I'm, f- yes. Depending on how you count it. So my great, all four of my great grandparents came from uh, villages through Ellis Island, like between like 1908 to 1912, all separately, they came to California. This was before the genocide. Yes. So, um, well, not really. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. 1890s. You're right. I guess guess there was trouble. Excuse me. Up again with the mic. Boom. (laughs) I'm like punching it. Go for it. No, the, uh, story that, well, the limited stories that have been told to me was that they all independently left with their families, brothers, cousins, whatever, because there was quote unquote trouble happening. So they saw it coming. So I think, I think so. Admittedly, I, you guys, it's sad. I was never told 
Jill. <laughs> Time three. Somebody All right, guys. Us. We'll see you guys next week. I have never. We're, 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 we're taking bets. <laughs> we're just, will we're, I not get it? You guys, I swear I'm not drunk. Here's what we're going to do. Like two sets. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do an over-under. Yeah. The over-under is 15. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's too bad. 10. Jill's too professional for 15. No. Let's, let's go five. It's been two so far. You know what the problem is? I, four, I keep man. hitting this mic because I'm used to wearing the clip-on uh, one for TV. Yeah. Mm. See, this podcast thing is a whole different beast. I guess we got to go upgrade. Yeah. You got no. And then you just have to go to TV or a video. This or, yeah. makes the podcast or we got to bring one of those soap opera mics that just hangs from the <laughs> No, I hate those. Or it's like, <laughs> it's like a giant. <laughs> or we know what we, we do is we have Then we turn here, into the view. But we have the clip-on ones. This is just for show, huh? No, no, no. No, yeah, no, no. It's perfectly fine. No, it's yeah. per- he's like, exactly. It's perfectly fine. I, I like him. Yeah. So, Getting used to it. So you're, I guess it would be your great, not your, not your father, mm-hmm. not your grandfather, but your great-grandfather. Yes. Came to America. Now, did he come directly to uh, Los Angeles or Fresno, where you guys are they, from? Or So all four, well, I should say, I can't do the math on my head, you guys. But also all four of my grandparents were born in California and all of their parents. So I guess it would be eight of them, right? Mm-hmm. Because I had four grandparents yeah. and then two parents. Yeah, eight. <laughs> they all came overseas. Overseas. They came through Ellis Island. Um, one family, my, my grandmother on my dad's side went to Los Angeles first and then they ended up moving up to Fresno when my grandmother was a few years old. But yeah, they mostly went to the Central Valley in California because farming, I, I, farming and the weather was like Armenia and whatever. Okay. Yeah, I, admittedly, it's sad, but I have not been told that many detailed stories. I know general stories, but I don't know that much. It's like, I guess, as time goes on, it's just the stories get shorter and shorter and shorter because, I mean, the, the life here is a little bit different. Yes. It's kind of like on the go. Yes. Whereas I think in Armenia, like, you could go talk to families. Well, they'll tell you stories about their great, great, great grandfather and what he did and what he accomplished. Whereas here, they stayed well, you in know, the same area. They stayed in the same yeah. area. Well, but the, the thing, and you're right about that, but part of the other reason why I think I don't have too many detailed, detailed stories is because, and I've gotten a lot of polarizing comments about this from all different kinds of Armenians, from LA, Fresno, everything. So the Fresno Armenians have been there for about 100 years, right, yes. in, in California. The reason why I think now, knowing what I know, limited history, but the reason why many of us don't know that much about our great-grandparents is because in those days, they came here, they were, uh, you know, seen as dirty immigrants, mm-hmm. They were literally spit on. I mean, my grandma, who's 99 now and a blonde spitfire to die for, you would love her. She talks about how when she would walk home from school, she said, oh, there was this uh, boy who would spit on me all the time. And that's how they, that's what it was like here. And that's why, frankly, I don't know how to speak Armenian because when my grandparents were growing up as first-generation Americans, their only perspective was to become American, fit in, show everyone that we're a good, hardworking people, and don't talk about the genocide because it's so shameful and we're so embarrassed. We're just here. We need to prove to everyone that we are good citizens and we're proud to be Americans. And that's what both of my grandmothers told me. They said, oh, that's why 
we didn't speak fluent Armenian to our kids because they needed to be American to survive, to thrive, to get here, to show everyone and build the churches so that the Armenian community could blossom in the central. Valley. That's, that's the explanation of a lot of Fresno Armenians. Well, let me ask you. They, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So everybody, bad, every, every, everybody stop giving shit to, uh, no, nobody gives me, no. but let me ask you this now, as far as cultural wise, what did you guys keep as far as culture with, uh, with the Armenians, with the Armenian history and the cultural stuff, food, churches, mm. what did you guys, what did you hold on to as far as, I know the language, language, you don't speak, do you not speak I it at all? I don't, I know a couple naughty words and that's, that's it. That's it? Yeah. Hi, bye. None of that stuff. Potev, Shadlov. Well, my family's Western Armenian, and that's a whole other controversial thing. Like, I tell people Western, nobody speaks Western Armenian. You know, that's a whole other thing. Someone's lying to you. No. (laughs) Plenty of them speak Western. Good, okay. What what did you keep as far as culture? Okay, so, I mean, I can't speak for every single family in Fresno. This is you guys. My family kept... The church, my grandparents, I am, I go to St. Gregory Pasadena church. I teach Sunday school. My kids go to church. We're there like all the time. I love our Armenian church. And so my grandparents, both sets of my grandparents helped build a lot of the uh, churches in central California, St. Paul Armenian church, Yetem church. Um, I grew up going to uh, St. Gregory Armenian Church in Fowler. So church was like a big thing. They would have all of the Armenian picnics affiliated with the churches. They would have Armenian dances. I think my parents met at an Armenian picnic. You know, like that. that is what was big with us. I know how to cook Armenian. My mom was very big on cooking Yalanchi and uh, my grandma makes made a mean subarag. Uh, so I know how to cook a lot of the dishes. Um, Armenian dancing, you know, those types of cultural things. The only thing missing is the language for my family personally. Now, and your husband is Armenian. Mm-hmm. Um, he's first generation. Yes. So he was born in Iran. Yes. But of Armenian. Yes. To an Armenian yes. He speaks Armenian. Yes. So what do you guys talk at home? So we speak English at home. And kids? this has gotten kids speak English. And this has been a real sticky subject. So if I go home uh, and if my husband yells at me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are in trouble. So we had this whole thing. So, oh my gosh, you guys, I can't even. What, what time are we at? Maybe we should oh skip over it. Andre, I can't believe your wife doesn't speak on No. Oh, come on. <laughs> Andre, leave a comment if you're watching. I'm, I'm, I'm so disappointed. I'm no, I know. So basically, so he speaks Armenian. His parents speak Armenian. All of his brothers and their kids speak Armenian. I am chorus and like the bad wife. I'm not, I say that sarcastically, but my kids don't speak Armenian. And he and I used to get in these fights where I would say, why don't you just speak Armenian to them at home? You're in charge of it. You can do it. I can't do it. You do it. You do it. Do it. And he's like, it's too hard with you because you don't speak and you mess it up and you're the thing. So we had this whole back and forth and I'm like, fine, I don't care. You do you. I'll do me, whatever, whatever. So it was that. Jill's going to drop an F-bomb. And so, no. I feel no, it coming. So I feel it We're coming. Getting We're getting close. We're getting close. So it was, no, so it was that. And he, in his defense, he's, oh, he's a great dad. He's such, you guys, he's such a good dad. I mean that you're such a good dad, babe. But he was like, it's too hard because you don't speak. And I just, it's too hard. So that's what happened. But I mean, what, what about this? What about him teaching you and the girls? 
I mean, or are you past that already? I don't know. I, my quote day to day is my brain is full and I don't have time. And that is wrong. I know. Like I'm pointing at myself wrong, wrong. Like I should join the church's Saturdays. I, well, I know, but have you ever tried to take kids seven days a week? It is <laughs> Exhausting. We're almost we there, guys. Tried. <laughs> we tried there. the Saturday Shepard, school. So listen, at the Broods. listen, Sunday. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Shapat means Saturday. Shapatoria oh. means Saturday school. Okay, Saturday here's school. the deal. Sunday school, non-negotiable. We need God. We need religion. More kids need God and religion, and to know that there, there is the Holy Spirit is holding their hands. That is a non-negotiable for me. Monday through Friday, my kids are in school. We go to our local public school. We love it. We moved there for the public schools. So they go to school. We tried Saturday school for a couple of years. The Saturday school is great. The place we went was fantastic. It was hell with my husband and my kids trying to get them there. And it was, I said, we cannot do, I'm a big believer in not overrunning little kids because but physically snap. they can't ha- they can't handle it they'll snap they do they get cra- they they physiologically cannot handle it their brain they're not old enough and i said i can't we can't do this 7 days a week so the saturday school is the casualty <laughs> I get it. Was, it. I'm, I, I asked you, but I, I'm guilty of the same no, thing. No, I, I just asked you. Jill sniped it. it from the tower. She's just like, there's Saturday no, school. We'll just I, take it out. I, I would have honestly taken that maybe Thursday. Who <laughs> is Thursday? Oh, Thursday? Who studies on yeah, Thursday? Nobody no, I, studies I, I, on I was Thursday. in Mondays. Mondays? Yeah, so they can get ready for our show. <laughs> get ready for the podcast. Yeah, that's good. Oh, that oh, how does it, how do, okay, summer's right around the corner. <laughs> mm-hmm. What What is the schedule going to be like with, okay, with your two kids and then Obviously, your husband, I'm sure, he has a hectic schedule as yeah. well. For somebody who you know writes about you know how to how to raise your daughters or kids, what would you consider? What would be the Fab Mom's guide to as far as summertime's around, kids are out of school. What's the plan? What, Stay what? home with your kids. Really? Stay home with your kids. Enroll them in maybe like you know one week long camp thing. Maybe if they're, you know, I'm talking about little kids because older kids, you know, when you get to the point where you're in high school and applying to colleges, you're kind different, of at a different, yeah, different level yeah, where yeah. you have to like work towards excelling, toward, you know, but little kids stay home with that. If you can, I'm, this is, I know this doesn't apply to everyone and I'm lucky that I have a flexible schedule and I'm at home most of the time mm-hmm. and that sort of a thing, but stay home with your kids. You will be fine. Mm-hmm. That is your chance, our chance to be with our kids, talk to them, form the relationship. I have so many people that are putting their kids and no hate. This is not hate or judgment or anything. If you've enrolled your kids in summer camps all summer long and you're like, I'm so glad they're out of the house. I implore you to use your time wisely. I'm like shouting at the camera. (laughs) Stay home with your kids because we don't get another opportunity to raise our kids. When that window is gone, it's gone. And then you're going to sit back wondering, gee, I wonder why my kids don't tell me what's going on at school. Gee, I wonder why they're frustrated. Gee, I wonder why they're nervous about this. Because you didn't stay home with them and pay attention when they were two years old. Three years old, four years old, five years old, six years old, seven, eight, nine, ten. They want to be with us now. Till fourteen. Yes, yes. I hit the I hit the head the headset. Okay. I'm hitting it something. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Don't hit the wine. But glass. But I don't fine. hit the wine glass. You got to quit me here. <laughs> but this is the time. And if I sound like I'm being a mean bitch right now, it's because I believe in this. 
so much and our teachers are begging us to focus on our kids. They're wondering why they have to go through so many exercises through the school day to teach kids kindness, to teach them how to be respectful, to teach them how to sit and pay attention to something for a few minutes because a lot of those kids are not being taught that at home from the time they're one year old to, you know, toddler. And you can't make that time up. Well, what about a, what about a mom that's working, like has a full time? That's the and that's the hard part, and that's the part where I have to pedal back and say, this is the it's not possible for everyone. So if you need, I will say this: if you need the babysitting, absolutely enroll your child in the camp, in the class, in the you know find a nice uh, you know if you have like the grandmother or the aunt or the nanny or the whatever you use. Find the right person because if you're working, you're working. And I've been in that position too where I was working twice a week and guess what? I hired the babysitter and they came in and I gave the instructions and it was always a you know, back and forth conversation and, and that's what I had to do because I was working. But if you're a stay-at-home mom just, and it's hard to be a stay-at-home mom, but oh, yeah. suck it up <laughs> and use the time. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Everyone mean, hates me yeah. now. They're well, all saying, get this no, bitch I mean, off me. Like, you, yeah. you, you speak true words, so I don't think they're going to hate you Thank for you. it. Thank <laughs> you. It is, it is complicated for a lot of moms, unfortunately. It is. It's hard. They, especially living in L.A., um, a lot of families don't have the luxury of, let's say, the husband making enough money to be the sole breadwinner or um, having a type of career where the woman can work from home a couple mm-hmm. of days a week. So uh, I think in an ideal world, just like I grew up with my mom being home. My, my mom yeah. almost never worked. But I know a lot of kids didn't have that option. Back then, it was more common. Nowadays, there's a lot of career women out there who are trying to make something of themselves as well mm-hmm. outside of being a mom. Yeah. I think. Oh, no. More- and I, of all people, I agree with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is hard. It's very It's hard. super hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, power to, my, power to all moms who actually stay home and watch their kids. I mean, my wife stays home. She's home four days a week. She works three days a week. Mm-hmm. But the, there's days where I, I have to watch the kid. Like, we mm-hmm. have no babysitter. Mother-in-law's not available. And it's chaotic sometimes. Like, it's like, for me, it's like I give her more power. Like, she's able to <laughs> stay home and watch. Like, when was it? A couple of days ago, I called Armand, and he was, he was with his son. We couldn't have a conversation. I'm like, bro, just call me back. Yeah, <laughs> just, that's what it just, is. Just call me, call me back in like 15, 20 minutes, yes. and we'll talk. And now you know, like that on the other side, like with me personally, everyone's different. But when my husband comes home, it's like I, I don't, I don't want to talk to anyone at the end of the day. Like yeah. I, because you're just – your brain is like yes, and then she, but we get the wrong vibe. It's like, what did I do? What, what did I do today? <laughs> <laughs> I just got home. Well, that's probably it's not you. It's us. <laughs> well, maybe it's you. I don't know. Does, <laughs> no. does, does, does your husband uh, babble in Armenian at all? When no. He gets pissed? No. No. Really? No. I, I would figure it'd be like a Ricky I, Martin sort of thing. No, you know when he goes I start like cussing. Like if I'm cussing in the house, it goes over. Really? Oh, really? Jesus Christ! No, my husband gets very know. quiet, which is okay, deadly. Right. My on he will get like quiet and I'm like oh my gosh what I'm happened? a dead yeah, person when snap, yeah when I snap it's only in Armenian I can't snap it. if if I cuss in Armenian you better call nine one one because something hold on hold on hold on, Wait, you, so hold on. I mean I mean full on Armenian as in like yeah yeah, yeah. 
Like if I all the way, you know, I've heard way. you say it a few times. You I, mean, but, I mean, jeez, no, I mean like, <laughs> look at all the, jeez, man. Here's the thing. Okay, here's, <laughs> it's gonna go down. It's gonna go. The, 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 the no way I, halfway. here's the thing. The way I look at cursing in Armenian is like it's the mother tongue. So it's, it's you it's don't like, mess with the mother. It's it's the serious. Bro, the same thing in English doesn't sound as bad as no, it does in Armenian. But I mean. I've only been hit by my dad one time in my life, and that was for cussing. But I put myself in the situation. Like, <laughs> we're in a stadium, and it's like the what's that? Uh, uh, Which one? Nawar Sartian games. Oh, oh, the, oh those so, are very. Those so, get very. So, so when you got your ass kicked, you got your ass kicked in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was a public ass kicking. <laughs> go big or go home. I'm sure there's a video somewhere. If there was no phones back no then. No phones no, back then. The cops back then. So this is what happened. You know, I was kind of vulgar and. I got a red card, and in response, I let it go. My red card, soccer. Okay. Soccer, I got a red card, and I deserved it, but I had to let it go. And It was all Armenian. Everyone's listening, and the Armenian ref is standing in front of me, and I'm pretty much going at it. Yeah. All open mouth, and everyone's just frozen. The whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) I walked out, and my dad's smack in front of everybody. (laughs) You had no choice, right? But that was the only one time. I mean, there. talking about obviously disciplining your kids. Obviously, uh, uh, none of us beat our kids. No, <laughs> no. yeah, none of us. Goes be- without saying. But they're too young. They're- <laughs> we'll we'll take out the he's whip. Got, he's, he just sits in the corner and gives like the wise. Car- are you the wise nut? Like, are you the original, the wise cracker? Yes. Yeah, they followed me. I started the show ten years ago. Then I recruited. Them. It's just now taking off. Yeah. He's sitting in a chair too long. During the day, he practices. But I, we talk about obviously raising our kids the right way, disciplining them the right way. Uh, you are one of actually, I, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but you're yeah. one of the people that actually is kind of against the whole screen time as far as yes. putting your kids on on a by screen time as in iPads, iPhones, yes. having them watch their Teletubbies or <laughs> whatever that all that ABC TV and simple yeah. songs Shark, and stuff, sharks, baby sharks and all that crap. Yes. Well, I mean, you, your daughters haven't seen the baby. Are they singing no. Baby Shark at all? Or they're no, they're, they're too old? No, old. they're kind of old now, yeah, but we know the song. Very like, well. That shit should win a Grammy. It's I it probably has. But that song has been let me go tell you right that song has been around since I mean I'm like since twenty years ago. No. That song has been around since my older one was in preschool. So she's eight now, so six years. And it's just now getting popular. Well, I think social media I, took I guess. Of, but you're are your kid do your kids have iPads? Let me ask no. You my kids do not have their own devices. They don't have their own iPads. They will not be getting their own iPads or phones until uh, right now. I'm saying until 14, like eighth grade, That's going changing. into high school. Know, right? But I, it, it would be, it would be That's more. That's what? A, Who, it, you, I said it's gonna change. No, it's not. Ah, uh, no, it's not. I've heard that. Many oh times. no, no, no! But you've heard that from people who wuss out. I'm a hard ass. I do not. If I say it, it's happening. So you, uh, silence. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, for, <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. See, for for us, my son was ten, going to be ten, and we told him that he has to walk to school and walk back. Yes. And for that, we gave him the phone so that he can actually tell us when he gets to school and when he's coming back. Right. But the problem, and that's a good person because if my kids were walking, I would want them with a device. <clears throat> yeah. But PSA, there's devices now that are wearable devices or something you put, it is not a smartphone. It is a GPS walkie-talkie type of a thing 
there's there's one brand called Relay. Look it up, Relay. And that it allows you to keep in communication with your kid because this smartphone stuff, you got this, I work in this digital world. You wouldn't believe what is out there. And I'm not trying to be an alarmist and all of this and you have the filters and all this stuff. But just like for the parents that don't know, like all these apps, kids can create their fake accounts, they're this, their friends are on it. You guys, it is so wild and inexplicably disgusting what is available to these kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I've done? What? I told them if he uses any of the data, I'll take his phone away. Good. And, and you have to take it away. Zero data. You have oh, to take it away. Zero data. Wi-Fi. Good. No, anytime he has, he, he has computers if he wants to use them. Yeah, but I mean, you're st you're, there's still a way around it. And Arthur's a smart kid. Yeah. Wi-Fi. He can use the Wi-Fi, but I can always check it through the Wi-Fi. And here's what you have to do, too. Look at this. We're like, we're like, I'm like, like, are you scared? Don't be scared. Here's what you have to do. I did a lot of segments about this on CBS when I worked for Channel 2. What you have to do is when he gets to be a little older, if you're going to do the smartphone route and, you know, he's going to want to be on apps, he's going to want to be on Snapchat, Instagram, whatever the hell other nonsense thing is invented by then. You have to make sure that every single app he opens, every single thing on that phone is your username, your password. He does not have his own password. He does not have access to open anything by himself. Any way that he can access that phone with apps and programs and any other thing, it has to be your password and you tell him, I will be checking this, period. Yep. So it has to be that way. So at 14, you said 14, they'll get their devices. Now well, we'll see. No. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on their grades. I'm glad, I'm glad, Jill, I'm glad yeah. Jill's not my mom. I know. <laughs> Jill, what, what age do you plan on getting, letting these girls get married? Oh, no. They can date at 16. But hold on. <laughs> I dated at 16. Wait, no, because they can't have a phone until, you know, You're going to give them 18, only two but... years of phone readiness to start dating? Don't you think yes. it's too much at all in the same? Time? No, not at all. Ja Jacqueline agrees with you. She says my boy won't get a, a good until she, he's thirteen. Good. Who is that person? Right, ja Jacqueline right, Marshland. Jacqueline, I know Jacqueline. She's awesome. Hey, girl. I'm not. You know what? I'm not looking at the comments on my phone because I, I don't want to be like, scrapped. No, don't worry about. It. We'll read it to you. Don't worry about it. So she's like, I dated at sixteen, but see. My daughter's gonna date at forty-one, so I mean, I'll get her. I'll, I'll, I'll get her a phone at maybe like 32. 32, 33. So and here's the thing: that's a bad thing, right? No, no, that's terrible. That's terrible. 41. How old will you be when she's forty-one? I'll be. I don't know. I'll be seventy-one. I thought you were gonna say, "How old will you be when you start dating?" I'll be. I'll, how old will I be when they? But I'll tell you, and I just speak from experience with having girls, and a lot of the you know, a lot of the studies and the information that I've read with, you know, what I do with writing and, and television segments and so forth with girls, especially the social media affects them in a much more, dare I say, damaging way because girls by nature compare themselves. And in fact, I just posted something on my Facebook page, how Madonna of all people mm -hmm. has told, I think it was British Vogue that her biggest mistake was giving her uh, kids, uh, her older kids, smartphones. And she said, I will not be giving because it ended my relationship with them. Instead of telling me everything, they were, you know, venting on these online. apps and yeah. venting and doing all sorts of things that they were not prepared to handle emotionally as early adolescents. And she said, I'm not giving my younger ones 
smartphones because I saw what it did with my older ones. And it's bad. I mean, there's a, we could have like a whole five hour discussion about the research about smartphones and how it affects boys and girls and all this stuff. And it's just, it's a lot, you guys. Yeah, I think it does it's affect, a lot. It's, it's, it's it affects a, girls I think more. Kids, some kids is different. Like I have two kids. One of my kids has more interest in the videos than the other one. Which one does Sarah? The older one likes the videos a little more than the younger one. But the younger one, she'll do 10 minutes and that's it. She just can't. Good. Well, that's, that's a good, good thing, bro. You're actually. No, being... that's good. It is. I, there's, dude, there's kids where you can't pry it out of their yeah, hands. My, my older no. daughter, she'll literally, I have to grab it when she's. And you can't it. pry it out of her hands because it's physically addictive to the brain. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want you guys to think I'm like, oh my God, that yeah. whack job. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist, nothing like that. But read all of the research. It is physically addictive. The blue light, it ignites the dopamine, the feel-good hormone at the front of your brain. Little kids become addicted and their brain develops anatomically differently through studies that they're now revealing all these results. Little kids' brains develop differently when they have been exposed to so many hours on a screen or a smartphone in that young life. The American Academy of Pediatrics just put out this brand new advisory again saying toddlers no more than one hour of screen time per day because it leads to developmental delays. Yep. It's true. Yeah. No, no, no. You're, oh my gosh, they think I'm crazy. Okay, no, let's talk about something fine. wild and fun. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about something more well, interesting. You, you have, He's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me ask you, 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 you said you were mentioning something about the Disneyland thing, right? Where yes. you're like, so you tell yeah, the story because this was, this was insane. I we, was at Disneyland uh, this weekend with my kids. So we're going to need yeah. one. No, I'm not even done. This is proof that like, this is just me talking. It's not the wine. I was at she Disneyland this weekend. No, no, you're lying. You're lying. He is a fun liar, but he's lying. But he's lying. So, well, he said three cups, so that I, doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. I was at Disneyland this weekend. Wine is in glass. And not how cups. much is there to look at at Disneyland, right? Yeah, I mean, it is like overstimulus. I walk out of Disneyland as a 41-year-old woman, and I feel like I've been run over by a truck. Like that much stimuli. You, I, there were these kids in these strollers with the screen like this in the middle of Frontierland, and I'm standing there, and I'm yep. like, are you serious? Like, you're really pushing a stroller with kids at Disneyland with music and wild and things flying around you, and you, you have a screen in front of their face. Come on, people. We yeah. don't take them outside. Like, our tablets, we don't, we don't take them good. outside. There's no, like, good. Uh, That's a good thing. service. <laughs> good. It's, it's kind of like, remember that comedy skit I sent of Louis C.K.? Louis C.K., yeah. He says, parents go to their kids' recitals, and the, 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 oh, I hate that! Yeah. Yes, the whole, the whole time they have a camera on. It's like, man, it, man, you've got 4K, 5K right in front of you. Enjoy the damn thing. Nobody yes. on Facebook gives a flying right. about exactly. your kids' recital. He says, if you don't believe me, post the 10-minute video of your kids' recital. <laughs> After five seconds, uh, edit the video to just you know. Your yeah. asshole. Your asshole breathing and see everybody will comment. Oh, great concert because they didn't watch it more yeah. than yeah. five they seconds. Go, oh my god, it. it's so cute. You'll get a yeah. bunch of hearts. That's it. No, I do. I'll go to the exactly this. Everyone like this. You got. I can't take it. I can't take it. Like me. Like my kids perform. They're you know and they're in dance. They're all this stuff. I go. I will record. I'll say I'll record like maybe two minutes to see it. You know, just to have like a memory. A memory, right? I'll yeah. take a still picture. And then it's gone. Yeah. And everyone's fighting like this. You guys know what's going to 
and watch that video. Exactly. Or one. Exactly. You're not. No, that was two. I think that was the first one was a half. Yeah, it's one. It, oh, it's man. so true. Nobody's enjoying the moment anymore. And it's sad. Nobody. Even walking, even walking, man. Bro, like you I was see at, people walking. They don't enjoy their steps. They don't nothing. Enjoy the nature. They're going to get run over by cars. And I then was, they're going to sue yeah. you for running them over because they were standing in the middle of the street reading their Instagram. I was at the Empire Center the other day at Best Buy. This mm-hmm. That is with his son. The son's maybe like eight, eight, nine years old, I would assume. The kids has one of those iPads with the you know bulletproof framing and everything. <laughs> the otter boxes. Yeah, and he's walking <laughs> into the aisles. The, the dad's like, uh, whatever his name was, son, uh, be careful. You know, put that away so you don't walk into the aisles. And he's just walking <laughs> into the TV, walking in. And I'm like, just put the damn thing away for five. Just pick it up from his hand and walk around the store. Let the kid see what Best Buy is about or wherever. I mean. See where the actual yeah. product came from. Yes. Yeah. Geez, the whole time he was just walking around. I'm like, this kid's going to get Look, run over I by can't something. Tell tablet, you, guys. you should probably teach. That tablet should be used to teach that same kid. Where that TV came from, China. I mean, something. exactly. Something. Yeah. Well, it's, the problem it's, is, is just it's the stuff that's on there is what's causing kids to basically be addicted to it. I mean, there's, there's like information. Yeah, there's besides the information, there's a lot of stupid games and stupid apps out there that become yeah. highly addictive to these kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a we went we were in Altadena. We went to have some Korean barbecue, and there was a boba place right next door. Yeah. We walked in. There was a bunch of kids. There were. Right out, right out of school. Probably it was like three thirty, four o'clock. They had their backpacks next to them, and every single one of them were on their phones. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like you guys are friends. You guys should be sitting there conversing with each other, having your boba, having your drinks. You know what they're doing? They're talking to each other through Snapchat. Yeah, that's what these kids do. Yeah. That's what these kids do in front of each other during the class. Yes. Yes. One of my no, that's what it is, and that's what's so pathetic. Because, I, guys, I kid you not, I know kids. I, trust me, my wait, nieces and nephews. During class time, they're talking. They're I, talking to each other on Snapchat. First of all, can we get some sort of agreement from teachers and schools that, hands down, non-negotiable, you make the kids stow their devices when they're in a classroom? Yes. Like, I don't I, understand that's what, that. That's what they do to my son. I second yeah. that. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Above all, they no, but that's what they're you can't have your phone out. They see your phone, they take it away. From Good. You. See, when I was in high school, cell phones were the in thing. Like I was in, in middle school, it was the pagers. And then when we got to high school, the cell phones were out. The razors, the yeah. camera phones. Yeah. So young. But I know. I know. I know. But remember, these are, if you tell a kid. pager <laughs> taken away in high school. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> the but pager. <laughs> at the time, the, the it was much more stricter with phones. It was like, if you had a phone, it was like, they'll take it away from you. Now, I think it's more of like, they're looking at it as, oh, uh, I'm going to be, I'm waiting for an emergency call. Or I needed to text my mom or my dad or something. <laughs> I don't think they're as lenient, but but as you guys talking about kids sitting down texting each other, yes, yes. that's what they do. Here's it's ba- terrible. Ba- ba- I'll believe that when no, I see that. Ba- no, 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 no. believe it. See it. <laughs> it's happening. I will spring. Go, go ask. It's a Vahak says. He saw two girls at the airport texting one another sitting there. That's crazy. I see it all day long. No, that's what they do. Yes. Two is oh, worse man. than four. Here's what they do. Here's what they'll do. They'll sit four of them. They'll take a picture of yes. it, and then they'll have a discussion about this yes. book because, over the text. Yeah. No, you're right. He's no, absolutely man. right. And then, he and then he's like, right. oh, "Did you see what Joy wrote?" Yeah. And then it's like, and then side conversation. Yeah. That's starts, exactly that's it. what they do. No, and that's what bugs me so much because it is 
it, I, I tell my husband, my husband's like, oh, you need to chill out. You're so anti-tech. You're like in the dark. You know, he makes fun of me because I am very extreme in the way I think about technology. I should have been I should have been a mother in the 1950s. I would have been perfect. But, you know, he, he rouses me about that. But he, but I also tell him, I go, no, 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 you need to think about this because your daughters, our daughters, are going to be dating. And how are they going to find someone that knows how, I mean, let's be honest, marriage is very hard sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Everybody, sometimes. we can all agree. Anyone who's married can agree on that. But if you don't know how to talk to someone, Who's going to be getting married? Who's going to be dating? Too fun. Who's going to be having babies? Nobody, because nobody knows how to talk to each other. They'll get, married. To they'll get married nobody. over the phone. Get, they'll get married over the phone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, exactly. I'm sure, like, very soon someone's going to marry a phone. Uh, maybe. Someone married a wall. I saw. <laughs> they, I'm they married themselves. Someone married a wall. I saw an article today. There's, somebody there's married a, a lady a that married herself. Oh, that's so well, dumb. That's, I mean, Rodman I mean, married himself stupid. 20 years He's ago. So what, weird, she though. identified as somebody else and then said, There's a woman that's See, married to dolls. Like with my son. Serious, when we, when he you has guys the are phone. watching too much the TV, phone, man. The phone is more mainly to connect with each other over the phone, uh, like yeah. call each other and text them. Yeah. So when he gets from home from school, uh, uh, as he's coming home from school, they might text each other and say, hey, let's go ride bikes yes no that's and they'll that's be fine. out riding bikes yes. and i know he has a phone so if something happens he could call me no and that's the right way the no that's the right way like i am full like i got you like yeah. that's the right way but but do you know how smart his son is is he smart very. Yeah. Very smart. Oh, he, you know what he, he would probably do arthur you know i love you but he would probably log into his friend's hotspot <laughs> 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 he's he got it to, you better watch it if, if he wants to he could do it listen Eric uh, okay. my dad don't Bro, allow no don't tell me data but I'm gonna log into your hotspot you, know you were probably one of the nicest kids like growing up you know you didn't cause shit it's trouble, like, right? it's like listen but Eric even you had your moment of Come course. Like, you think your son's not going to have his moments? That you're well, not, gonna... well, moments are okay. Because, I, hold on. Moments he's, are okay. he's got a phone with my account on it. I could check what all the he's stuff. He's got a phone. Does. He'll make his the own account. Then he's, the hot spot. then he's good. Then like, he's hey, Eric, good. listen, there's, here's 20 bucks. I know you're going to go over your data, so just put this aside. And <laughs> let me give you this side money. Imagine, Dad, well, son, I got to charge you 20 bucks. The, the, the phone is, you know, there's a tracker on the phone, too. You can, on the iPhone, you can actually see, no, but you can see where, where they are. Look, yeah. we're, we're, that's a good that's Okay, a this good. is making me feel better. Yeah, we're you're, laughing okay. You're about okay. it, but it's You're true. okay. It's, it's <laughs> just a look. It's just a look. No, it, it, one of the quarters, you know, he had one of the, I guess, English class or something. The, the grade dropped a little. And I go, you know what? You're gonna, I'm gonna take your phone away. Guess what? Within a week, the grade went up. That's right. <laughs> motivation. That's right. It's not a motivation thing. His son is so smart. Like it probably dropped a point. Like, oh, he's 4.0 turned into 3.99. Come on now. It's like one test. And yeah, but if his son, if his son can get a 4.0, then he shouldn't. You're right. I mean, he's right. He, how old is he? Like 13, 14? He's 11. 11. Yeah. He gets up in the morning. <laughs> he, he he gets up in the morning. He makes his lunch. Good. He makes his breakfast. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. He makes yes. his lunch. He makes his breakfast. Good. Walks to school. Good. And then comes back. Good. That's that's, that's, not, good that's nothing. My son wakes up. Okay. He reads Tony Robbins. <laughs> then he reads John Maxwell. Then he drinks whiskey. Then he and he's not even one. And he yes. goes back to sleep right away. <laughs> then he's. 
puts himself to sleep. He says, Dad, you go to work and but I'll see you I, later. But you know what, though? His kid sleeps through the night, so you guys are good. These are good. And it's, You're and good. It's because of that, that he got to come. Yeah. Does and anyone else have that scare thing? My girls are giving me this whole middle of the night we're scared thing. Oh, well, yes. That's all normal. Six and seven. Yes. They're going to go to work. The what? Like, I'm scared? Yeah. yeah. Mike, yes. 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 My girls, yes. That Getting them at, we got them out of our bed at about two and a half years ago. We got them out okay, of our bed. Okay, good. At 1.4 of us were in our bed. <laughs> yes. Luckily, we had an Eastern King and you know, all that worked out. Now they have a Korean King. <laughs> we don't need nothing past the Queen right now, baby. <laughs> they sleep in one person. <laughs> <laughs> we had an Eastern King, but too much Westernization. Right. Right. <laughs> so what? Your 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 daughters were saying what? They're like we're scared. And yeah, they kid up in the yeah, middle. Yeah, that's the age. I know because we all went through that. I actually remember going. Through yep. That stuff. You scared last week? No. Well, the shit. Kids I was scared. scared. I made other people scared of me, but at nights I had my own issues, brother. I mean, we're kids. And you basically vented out on other kids at school when you would. It's like you know what? I I was not as scared today. So I won't scare the kids as much today. No as one's a, getting beat up today. No one's getting beat up today. I was but never like I that, mean, man. It's, I was never beating Look, guys, we're laughing about it, but this is, it's depressing because I think that, I mean, you've seen, I'm sure, there's social media rehab centers. Yeah. Where I think I might need one, bro. I'm serious. Well, hold on, hold on. Rehab present, like if you're addicted to yes. cell phones. Yeah, yes. Because We're it's, talking addi- about kids, but adults it's too. physically addictive. It's physically addicting. Because, I'm not making it up. Look, these kids, what they do, for rehab? example, and even adults. Yeah. Rehab? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like on, a man. detox, like yeah. you, you're not yes. allowed, you don't like look taking, at the phone. Yeah, taking your phone away for 30 days. Ask, yeah, this ask, will die. ask people. Ask, Mine is business related. Well, you can't, no, you can't do that because you're, it's a you have a podcast now, so you're like in it. So you can't, there's none of that. Ask people yeah. who post frequently, like multiple times a day in everything that they do, and you'll see how many times they log back into, oh, man, that sandwich got four likes more than mm-hmm. soup. I'm going to eat soup again because I'm getting more likes. He's than, right. That's, I mean, yes. He's yes. right. Yes. Yes, yes He's that right. happens. And then how many comments like that, did I, I get versus that. this person? How many comments did cool. this person get? Versus, oh, who's, blow, who's blowing up? Who, is it scam likely? No. Oh. Who, who liked my, you know, uh, post and who didn't like it? Yeah. And why didn't they like it and all those? Things? And then that causes depression and everything. Yeah. Else. But it's I think true. I think those are the most socially awkward people, though. Anybody who basically no, can hold no, a conversation. It's really? No, yes. it's everybody. It's how, everybody. How, how awkward only, I am to you. Bro. Here, no, the only here's the thing. The only time I actually go back and look at a post is on my business page, and I've been recently doing it on the Wise Nuts page because obviously it's it, we're trying to it's, it's we're business, trying to grow yes. it. But as far as my personal page, like today I posted something about the 23 and me. I was doing that 23 and me thing. And I was like, all right, let me see what happens with this. I got a bunch of feedback on it. But if like 15 people liked it and a bunch of people commented on it, I'd be like, okay, it is. You want to know something about that post? Why comment on your post got more likes than your post? <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. And now we see how right. this works. Uh, yeah. Talking so, about kids? Look okay. at the kids. So, see? That's how it works. So twenty I, I bought a twenty I bought a twenty three in me. Those one, things one, scare me. Okay, so he said, "Oh my gosh, you're like sending your DNA. God knows where. There might be another use." What are you guys somewhere. worried about? I will they not have you. You guys, no way! Yeah, don't ever insane. send blood in the mail, people. Guys, there's no blood. It's, it's saliva. saliva. So don't ever send saliva it's in the mail. Have you? Have you? Have you ever gone to the dentist? Yes. 
so there you go. That's you enough. Need. That's all. They it's need. enough. Yeah, I know, but your DNA is somewhere. Like there could be, they could be cloning you somewhere. The they're going to and, and trust and me on and the last said, day in his world. They're going to yeah. try to clone. And as I said in his and his with this comment, he's like, "Oh, you're sending your DNA to somebody." I'm like, "Oh my god, they're going to find out I'm 007." Give me a break. Come on. That's not what, what I. What is this? I will I said, not give out my DNA to the government. You can't. Ever. It's so scary, Holy you guys. Shit. Not this is voluntarily. Yours? What, what is, is that? that? What are okay. you looking okay. at? This is this is Edgar's uh, DNA origins. It says seventy. Should I read it? This is very oh, personal. I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> should I put this away? <laughs> no, I'm just. It says seventy three percent woman. No, I'm fascinated. <laughs> Go. Never send your saliva. Never send your saliva, but tell us what your results. Yeah, are. there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to share my results because there was a yeah, lot of people that reached out to me yeah. privately as well. Mm-hmm. They obviously there's. So your hundred is out the door. Let me tell you, just because uh, you never. Relation, you, you never know. You it, never know. It's impossible. Uh, it says seventy-two percent uh, Turkish or Turkey and the Caucasus, okay, and then twenty-eight percent Iranian and Persian. Where's the Armenian in this? I well, guess it would be no, the no, Caucasus. The tur- no, the Turk Armenia was Turkey. Turkey was Armenia. Turkey was Armenia. Oh, That's is, how they it. identify. Okay, so it so identifies. Yeah. As so the seventy is the Caucasus, meaning Armenia, Georgia, Turkey. That's what it is. So I mean, you could technically say you are. There was somebody who said they were ninety. It said ninety nine percent Armenian. Wow, that's, I've never that's seen crazy. Armenian on there. Well, that's what she said. No, and then the one per- and then the one percent was North Africa. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just no. messing with you. Odd. I've I know a couple of doctors, like I mentioned to you, who run these tests and give out your whole profile of gen- what you're genetically inclined to have. And yes, to, I've never heard anybody be identified as Armenian. Why it's you're against it because you're afraid of them having your information? Is That's that what stupid. it is? I don't care about anybody having. I have nothing to hide. And what That's is not, it? It's just you. He doesn't want to find. If out. If you want to know where you're from, that I think it's stupid to do it. But if you're gonna actually use the data for something you want to learn about where you're going in the next 50 years, that's different. But just just to find out, okay, I'm Armenian. Oh, well, you no, didn't, no, no. you didn't know that? No, for me, it's just curious <laughs> what as far as what, what the DNA, what, what it says as he far as DNA-wise. <laughs> the reason why I say it is because our culture itself, mm-hmm. it's after 1915 and after gen- genocide, right. there's a lot of us that have no idea, you know, what happened with <laughs> our ancestors. That's four. <laughs> so we have no idea, like, yeah. what happened with our, and, and a lot of our great-grandparents don't even know. Right. Who's what and what? They went to Gyur's farm, by the way, and uh, farm, or village. village. Sorry, I'm sorry, farm. Farm. Uh, Fresno just popped in my head for some reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, uh, from bad but yeah, uh, stay away from I gotta the stay wine. Away from the wine. <laughs> but yeah, go. You know where it's from. But there was a story. I think I think it was either on Kiss FM or it was on uh, Amp. There was a woman who did a 23andMe DNA test, mm-hmm. and the test results came back and it said that, oh, she has relations to some guy in Florida. Her dad. No, no. Okay. And they went back and they were like, oh, you know, who is this person that I have relations to, blood tied to? It was her brother's son that she had no idea about and the brother had no idea about. Mm. So the guy did a 23andMe test, blood test and his results came in and it was like, oh, crap, you know. And, and that kid who was the son of the brother had no idea that his real dad was that other person. Basically, the mom got pregnant and she was married with somebody else. But look at how much strife that probably caused. Yeah. Like, did those people really need their lives to be turned Completely upside altered, down? Yeah. Maybe they needed that. I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of 
going to see but a some different people point. Need but a it's the truth. Like maybe, but it's maybe. the truth. I mean, see the guy found out who his real father was. It's okay, well that's, that's a positive. If you that's ask a, me, that's a good thing, I'd rather but... go on the Maury Povich show. Then. <laughs> come on, Armand. Do it the old-fashioned way. I'm trashy. Jerry Springer. Armand, you are not the father. Exactly. When it comes to a 13-month-old, Alex, Armand, you are not. You can do your happy dance. Let's see it. Let's see it, baby. Let's see. And then the mom runs into the back. Load, load. Oh no, no. You want to see it happen? I'm scared. Oh, but you got to do that on camera. You didn't get that. Camera's off. Uh, He's off camera already. See, we've got uh, Nairi Moomjian who says, it's nobody's fault. We've gotten drawn into it like everybody else. And yes, the uh, result of being stuck on their phones and social media and not having enough face-to-face interactions is the cause of a lot of their emotional distress. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So it's our job to figure it out and put the phones away. I go, I, I go dark. I call it on weekends. I don't post on weekends unless I have a paid job situation where I'm required to post on weekends. Mm-hmm. Like this Saturday, I'm going to be on channel five's weekend morning news show doing a summer family segment. And I'm posting on Saturday morning because it's a paid job thing and I have to do it. Yeah. But otherwise I do not post on weekends because that's my time to just regenerate my brain and soul. <laughs> it's uh, call, call it family time. Yeah. Call it family Be, time. Before we start, we started the wise nuts. I had taken off all social media off my phone. I swear it was so rejuvenating. Yeah. You it's feel better. Completely. You, you just feel like, wow, I'm, I'm not, I don't Tied see down. anything stupid anymore. Yeah. And, and, because of the wise nuts, I had to log back in, and now I'm hooked More stupid. Now he's hooked on stupidity. Yeah, yeah, I'm stupider than even four months ago. He went from wise to dumb nuts. Yeah. Dumb nut. yeah. But wise see, nuts. there's there's people that actually, majority of my business comes from social media. So and I that's have, the, yours is different. Yes, yeah. and that's the problem. But I mean, it's not a problem, though. I mean, well, it, but it, that's the uh, dilemma. It's the it's dilemma. dilemma. Yeah. I would call it a we dilemma. We live in a hard time, man. We you know what? Very hard that dilemma right pays my bills. Yeah. No, and, and that's no. You're absolutely right. I can't be off of social media. My husband, a surgeon, he has to be on social media. That's how some patients find him. Of course, it's infuriating sometimes because we don't. I mean, I have a very love hate relationship with it, and I'm trying to teach my girls certain ways to navigate it and manage it at their age and everything. But yeah, it's hard because business revolves around it now. I mean, look at it this way: your husband, for example, he does cosmetic surgery. He does, for example, rhinoplasty on somebody. It turns out great. She looks gorgeous. He posts it online. It says, look, before and after. Mm-hmm. A, a girl takes a look at it and goes, oh, my God. It, I wanted to have my nose like that. It's it's just it's free marketing. Yeah, it is. It's free marketing. and At the expense of your yes. soul. <laughs> yes. There, there's no such thing as free. Nothing is free. But it worked. That, that thing worked really good for you. Though. The what? The nose job? Yeah. No, no, no. What? The laugh. Oh, the, the laugh, the mean one. The <laughs> well, mean that's laugh. good. I, now, now we're speaking about social media, but then we have to think about the majority of the hours where our kids spend, which is in school, right? Right. So, right? Or some kids, if they start working young, like at seven, eight, then that's a different that's story. Different. But that's different. Um, <laughs> they don't have to. They don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to follow the government rules. But lately, I'm sure some of you have also seen all over Facebook and on the news. I've been following it heavily the last couple of weeks since mm-hmm. I really started learning more and more about it is this SB 329 that they've passed in California. Oh. Apparently a couple of years ago. But now it's taking effect in terms of what now our teachers, which are our trusted source, essentially are 
going to be teaching our kids about sex ed and health education. And it seems like what we learned in school when I was going, I, I grew up here and I learned, I had metal shop and wood shop and um, home economics and ceramics, cer- all these other stuff that helped you at least develop a little bit as an individual. Whereas now it's all about how can you supposedly avoid pregnancy yet? We're going to teach you 8,000 other ways to. Well, know. yeah. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, it's gone. I think, can we all say off the deep end in a very bad way, like really bad way. I'm not opposed to sex education in school at the age of seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And that may sound really old fashioned because everyone's saying, Oh no, you got to teach kids before that. You got to teach. Yes, you should. But I like to assume that everyone at home is doing their job in the parenting department and talking to their kids as they are supposed to talk to their kids age appropriately. And I hate, hate, hate what our state is doing in terms of putting this curriculum into schools at the age of five, where you're teaching kindergartners about transgender. I'm sorry. That's not okay. It's not okay. And I'm not saying anything against transgender, LGBTQ. I'm not, that's not what this is about. What this is about is talking to kids that are, you know, I said before, emotionally uh, not ready for a conversation like that. 100%. And it's, and, and, and the fact that we're putting this on our teachers is a whole other level because I mean, I come from a family of teachers, my sister, my mom, my grandmother, all teachers, they, uh, my sister continually tells me what parents expect from teachers is bullshit because a lot of parents are checked out quite frankly, and they want teachers to be the automatic co-parents to teach their kids about personal things and values and kindness and respect and respecting your own body and respecting someone else's body. And that teachers shouldn't have anything to do with that. Sorry. Teachers Not sorry, they're, but they shouldn't. They're there to teach why, English, why math, yeah. there you and go. science. Well said. English parents are not there. Because the parents are not there. And we're in, especially in this generation, and this sex ed thing just gets me. I, I, you know, I admittedly don't know all of the intricate details, but what, what I've read about it, I'm, I'm not comfortable with it at all. And in fact, I, earlier in the year, I did call my local elementary school and I said, hey, I'm just curious. I asked for the principal. Actually, I emailed her. Sorry, I didn't call, but I emailed her and I said, I'm just curious. Are we going to be implementing this in our school because I'd like to know. And she said, actually, we have decided as our, our district to not implement this program wow, at this you. time. And I mandatory. said, thank you. No, 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 no this, no, it's not. It's not mandatory. But they have created these guidelines for maybe a small percentage of people who need them. And it, it's nonsense that the majority might be against it, but it doesn't matter because there seems to be no tolerance when it comes to any other point of view other than that of the California state government. Yep. I'll just say that. Yes. Well, so- I mean, <laughs> I can wrap that up. Yeah, right away. <laughs> Send it out. Seventh and eighth, made it happen, but- seventh and eighth grade, I think, is the ideal age. That's actually, when I, I that's when we that. But we're talking about, and I will say this, we're talking about seventh grade, eight, maybe sixth grade now because of the way things are, maybe fifth and sixth grade. We're talking about things that are appropriate for, I'll just say this, people like us who attend church, who have certain family values, who are seen by many as being quote unquote old fashioned. And we are losing a voice 
And it's not fair because there is no respect for people that have certain ideas that have been long time in their family and what they believe. There's no, there's not a mutual respect. Yeah. And I think it's, it's an awkward conversation with your kids as mm-hmm. well. You imagine, imagine your kid goes to school and they talk about that. And it's, it's so, when you send me the pictures of the book, it was, yeah. it was graphic. Yeah. It's, yep. it's not, it's not there, good. Yeah. Half the things I didn't know. I was like, maybe I should enroll. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe this is for us. So so imagine, maybe. Seriously. I was picture, like, oh, picture, I learn something actually. <laughs> Dude, ima- picture, it's, it's, picture your six or seven year old walking up to you and saying, this is what they taught me at school. I can yeah. be a girl now. It's no, forget the girl girl thing, dude. There's, dude, it's, I mean, I don't even want to get into detail about it. Bondage and sex and. So this goes here. If so, you yeah, know, that goes yeah. here. Connect, prevent, connect the lines. Uh, yeah, did you see that one? Yeah. It's to prevent pregnancy. I didn't look at Do any this? of the pictures. You don't I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know that much about it, but what I do know, it it doesn't sit right. With I mean, me. I when I was in six, when I was a six or seven year old, it was like okay balloon is red here's the word red <laughs> connect the lines here it's like here's a vagina here's the thing yes. connect the line it's if like, you don't want to connect the line there's somewhere else you can connect yeah. there's somewhere else yeah. oh my God. no if you don't want to connect you don't have to connect, you don't yeah but you have to go back and i mean it's oh like come God. on let let these kids be kids please yeah. stop give them a stick let them play in the sand and the dirt george That's carlin the, yes Perfect. We were kids. We take a stick, you yeah. dig a hole, yes. you look at the stick, you look at a hole, <laughs> and fill- you had a good time. <laughs> you you fill up the hole. You look at the <laughs> you fill the hole. Yeah. You look at a seven-year-old schedule now. It's like they're a Fortune 500 CEO. I mean, it's like well, yeah. yes, and that is I'm That's against that. That's fault. part That's of the, the problem. Parents. Oh yeah, he wakes up at six, and we then at seven. And then they say, and then and then you have a, a lot of people say, well, you don't have a choice because you have to find what activity they're good at. Shut up. Uh, come on. Like, come on. Send them to the backyard. Some parents need to let their shovel. kids be kids. Just, That's the it's problem. It's okay. How many, how many activities do your kids enroll in? So my six-year-old does a tap and ballet class, and she's so good. And, the, <laughs> and then, but not sorry, not my six-year-old. She's seven. I keep calling her six because she has this little teeny tiny body. And when was like, her birthday? March. Oh, she just, so I don't, you know what? It's okay. It's two months so in. Don't she, worry about so it. So she <laughs> takes a tap. It, she takes a tap and jazz tap. Tap jazz ballet class. It's a one-hour dance class. Okay. And then for a couple months ago, I also had her in a gymnastics class for six weeks, and then that was it. But that's, she basically takes one dance class a week. And then my eight-year-old, and this is coming, mind you, growing up, I was competitively dancing like at 11 years old in dance competitions where I had like, you know, five hours of dance per week, mm-hmm. six hours of dance per week. So I come from a background and then I had voice lessons two days a week, you know, so I was very You're busy active, as a kid. Yeah. I was active, but I believe in there an appropriate time for it. Like a seven-year-old is different than a 12-year-old. A 12-year-old might be able to, a 12-year-old, depending on your kid, can handle two or three nights a week mm-hmm. on an activity. A seven-year-old, a first grader. And then anyway, so then my eight-year-old is in a one-hour dance class. And then she's also in a ballet class. And then I started her with piano this year. And she's really good. She's really good at dance. She's really good at piano. But that's like my limit with her. She's almost nine. She, that's my limit with her right now because I require that we have two free weekdays, um, you know, at where they just come home and they whatever, they hang out. They go, I mean, I do let them watch TV sometimes. You mean you know, to but... tell me you don't want her to do synchronized swimming, gymnastics? <laughs> no. No, it's absurd. First of all, okay, besides and then, the fact that... And then in April, do your taxes. Listen, such an underachiever, Jill. Listen, listen, 
besides the fact that it's a lot for a child to handle that time-wise, who is – I don't know where these people's money comes from. I mean, yes, no. Can I just talk about that? Yeah, let's, let's, right ahead. let's be honest. Okay, I'm married to a plastic surgeon. We don't live in a mansion, but we are a-okay. It's fine. Great. We cannot afford to put our kids in activity, activity, activity. We're out of, I'm out of money. I write the check. He's like, what the F are you doing? I go, I wear dance costumes. He's like, what are you doing? Who has money? Where, where do you people, honestly, I need to know. Jill, what are you doing? Jill, Jill, I mean, you live in Pasadena. You haven't seen around you? I mean, no, I have. You've been through Glendale where, a few times. No, right? but like, where do, where, the, the, there are rich people and then there's like, you know, comfortable people and stuff. Like, but even the comfortable people, how much money, like, where do, <laughs> It all depends. <laughs> the kid goes to private school. For a, I don't has get a, it. Has a, has a Rolls Royce, a private chauffeur. I mean, and then I don't <laughs> A bodyguard 24 hours a day exactly standing right. next to him. A tutor. Yep. I need to know where this money comes from because evidently oh, we're doing something wrong. Out. You're never going to find hey, out. Actually, I have an idea. Uh, one of those parents who can come on the show and please help us understand where this gummy co I comes the, from. <laughs> I need the the seed to your money tree so that I can plant it in my backyard. I think there's different seeds out there. Planted. All right, let's not talk about seeds right here. No, oh my it's, gosh, it's just, oh my I think God. even, you know, especially in our culture, it's like raising our kids to think, only you need to grow up to be a doctor or a lawyer. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I, like, it just, is. Just, there's 8,000 other things. You, just don't go study liberal arts because <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be a faggot. Like, uh, sorry <laughs> no, that's not okay. I sorry, cannot sorry, let you say that word. Sorry, I, I cannot we're not let you on say cable that news, but, word. Hey, okay, you're going to be one of those teachers who's going to teach things you're not supposed to teach. Okay. But right. at the end of the day, like, just raise your kids to be what they want to be. Give them an opportunity to explore. You want to be an architect. You want to be a contractor. You want to be an electrician. Be the best damn electrician. You don't have to be a doctor. Well, that's the problem. There's parents that jam their kids into so many other things. It's like the kid is a great piano player. Like you were saying, your daughter's great at no, piano, right? No, she's good. She's yeah. good. And I so, wouldn't – I, I started her in it because I wanted to see – if she took to yeah. it. So That's why. Picture and this. She did. Your kid, you start your kid in piano. The kid mm -hmm. plays fantastic piano. And then all of a sudden you go, okay, we're done with piano. And we're going to stick you into violin. It's like, stop. Now you got a piano sitting do, in the do middle you know, of your house. Let me, ask, there you go. let me tell you something. I know three dozen kids who've gone through piano lessons, five, ten years. None of them can play for shit. They can't even Aww. play happy birthday. Do you know why? Because they hated it. Because they didn't like it. I myself, See, he like, he I myself good. Actually good. when we moved here, we rented this apartment that happened to have this old organ. I just started kind of just playing on my own. And my parents said, well, you know, let's buy you a keyboard and take you to classes. We're new. We couldn't afford anything. So I went to class and I hated class because they had, I didn't want to play Mozart and Beethoven. I wanted to play just whatever I wanted to play. So I said, you know, I don't want to go after two years. I stopped and I've been playing ever since. I could hear anything, play anything on the spot. Oh, that's a gift. And that's God given. Well, that's a gift. It's a gift, and it's it's not it's in because him. because yeah. I enjoy it. Anybody I know that's gone through five, ten years of heavy duty masters in music and piano, and they they can't play. Yeah, the mm. best artists are the ones that are self taught. Yeah, because they hate it. My sister, we took her to class, hated it. She can play piano. My brother can play eighteen instruments. Didn't take any classes. Wow, my the music's in your family. That's amazing. Yeah, but it's it's in my family, but also my aunt graduated in Armenian masters in piano 
if you put a knife to her neck and say, you play <laughs> Jingle Bell, or I'm gonna, yeah, you <laughs> play Jingle that, Bell, I'm going to kill you. She's like, I can't play Jingle Bell. Like, she can't. She I mean, can learn Jingle Bell in less than 10 seconds. No, she can't. She can't. You can teach her. No, you know what it is? And, and you know, no, he's right. like to play Jingle Bell. No, no, no. Right? no. He, he's, he's right, though. <laughs> you know what it is? I think my, it was my brother. No, it was my uncle's wife. It was my uncle's wife. She learned how to play the piano and all this stuff. And we asked her, we're like, hey, can you teach us how to play this? And she's like, okay, let me listen to it. So she would listen to it. She was like, da, 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 da. And she's like, no, 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 that wasn't it. Hold on. Let me go back. Let me listen to it again. Yeah. And she would listen to it. And then at the end, we didn't even learn how to play that. We never, <laughs> we never learned it. But she did. No, she didn't because she, she wasn't able to teach us. But yeah. I guarantee you, if he probably listens to it a couple of times, he'll be like, all right, you know what? I don't need to listen to it well, anymore. Why is not, bro? You can't compare him to I understand. No, it's, it's, it's the same thing when, when, because they're blinded. They're, all they know is how to read sheet music. And if you forget how to read sheet music, then you're done. I mean, I don't know how to read sheet music, so I could read any music I want. Whereas these people, they're just blinded by, oh, I can, if you put this in front of me, I can play. You take it away. I don't know what the keys are. It can't be that way. So That's, let's say, for example, your daughter right now, she's in piano. She turns around and she says, mom, you know what? I don't like the piano anymore. You're not going to force it on her, right? You're not going to be well, like, no. I will. Well, I, I'll say this. I will say we are, because she's good and I know she, she likes it. Like right now she tells me, she goes, I really like it. And then she practices and she's like, did you hear me? You know, she gets excited. Mm -hmm. If she starts not liking it, the, my little rule that I do with like anything that I've sort of decided is, you know, if, and when they turn and say, I want to quit, I'm going to say, okay, we're going to keep going for six months. Mm -hmm. And if you still feel that way, then we'll change gears. But I, just because she turns around is like, this song's hard. I don't like it. I'm done. I'm done. You know, I'm not going to take like a two or three day, you know, thing yeah. and she say, oh, okay, never mind. We'll just scrap all that you did. No, you're going to stick with this because you're good. I know that you like it. At least you did. So we're going to keep going for six months and then we're going to reassess. You're not raising a soft kid. No, yeah, exactly. That's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Nairi had a good question. Yes. Can you want to go up and read that one, Arm? Question or a statement? No, no, I think she had a good question. She was asking something. No, she was ah, asking okay. Me. Can I ask a question to Jill? What does she think about the Armenian men, women role in American media? Do we have enough? Should we get more involved and in the entertainment industry overall? I think there's a lot of Armenians in entertainment now. I do. I mean, I was always like 10, you know, 10, 20 years ago. I would always sit in, I mean, my family, we always loved going to movies. And so whenever we would go to movies, we would wait through the credit. This is no joke. We would like wait through all the credits the and we would see, let's see if there's an Armenian. Oh my gosh, look, there's an Armenian name. Yes, and we would I find still it. do that. Still do but that. now, I mean, I still do that. I sit through the credits. I, I'm a movie fan. I like sitting through the credits and honoring all the people that worked on the movie. But now you see several Armenian names. TV shows, movies, anything. I mean, like, I think there are a lot of Armenians in entertainment. And so I think, I mean, it's a great thing. I, I remember, okay, this is like a fun fact. <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at me. So I remember when I first started working in TV, I, there was like a couple Armenian names that I knew. And like one of them was uh, Anita Vogel was a, was a news reporter mm -hmm. And she used to work for Fox News. I think she still does. She was a news reporter. And there was also um, this other woman, Janet Shamlian, Shamlian, who 
was on the East Coast, and I think she worked for NBC. She was like a hard news reporter. And when I first started in TV, like this is back in 2006, I started working for this um, entertainment news channel called Reels Channel, which is still around, but it's totally different now from what it was because I was on part of the team that launched it. So mm-hmm. um, we used to do like live entertainment news shows and everything, and I got my job there. And I remember, I remember like re- at some point, I realized, oh my gosh, like, I'm the first person who's ever hosted an entertainment news show who's an, Ar- who's Arme- an Armenian woman. And I was like, ah, I was, fan- you know, like super excited about it because I thought I made it. I did it. Like there's these few, these two women I know and like I'm one of them. In it. And now we have so many, I mean, like Aroxia, Alina, the, like there's so many Armenians I see in news, entertainment, um, you know, even like, you know, uh, authors, it's amazing. It's so, I mean, it's empowering. I literally like, I, I will send Aroxia and Alina notes like, oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. I'm, you're, keep going. You're so, I'm so proud of you. And they're like, who is this freak? I don't, what is she doing? Like, but I am because they're younger, you know, they're younger than me. And I'm so, I'm excited yeah. to see that how yeah. far, you know, of they've course. made it. Of course. I mean, anytime I see any sort of like Armenian last name or something, uh, related to like oh it's like IAN or wine I'm like holy crap yeah I know it's, it's another it's another or Has even this happened to you guys sorry to cut you off again no what have you guys ran into a Filipino last name and thought there was an Armenian person the Nguyen no. the Nguyen yeah well, it's, well, it's a, they it's have a IAN last. endings in uh, they have Filipino IAN really names. it's a, the, yes. a, there's a Nguyen last name it's a Y-E-N. Y-E-N or a Y-A-N they or have IAN <laughs> last names and I've been tricked before <laughs> But, you gotta be careful. I mean, you don't. I had no yeah. idea. That's a good tip. I I know you don't speak the language. I don't. But I mean, do you catch it when you hear it? I yes, mean, you, of course I recognize you know, you, it. You recognize oh, it, right? Of course I, I recognize mean, sorry, guys, it. Sorry, guys. It's it's having an issue. Oh, uh, we might be out of time, you guys. We, I've like talked. We've like been talking. No, for... it's not the time. It's something oh. going on with the connection. I was like, how long do you usually talk? To I think me? we're almost done. You could like wrap me up, of course. No, 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 Hello? We're almost done. We're, we we kind of wrap it up at like an hour thirty, so we're almost oh, there. But okay. Let's let's talk about this one more because I'm fine here. I'm fine here. It's saying trying to reconnect. Edgar's Uh-oh. fine here. I'm fine, fine here. here. He's fine. She's fine I'm here. I'm frozen. I'm fine here. She's frozen. She's frozen. Frozen. <laughs> I mean, let's continue because obviously it's charter talking. for you guys. There you go. It's charter entertainment for us. Charter. Thank you. Yeah. Charter. Yeah. But when you charter when you, you when you hear the language, you catch it right away, right? Yes. So I mean, it's something where it's like kind of like you hear the Armenian tongue, and it's like, wait, especially when you're on vacation. Yeah, that's oh, when, you, when, yeah. You're, when you're somewhere oh, yeah. foreign yeah, and you hear it, you're like, holy crap, it's one of us. Yes. yes. <laughs> one of us. It's one of my us. Ki- oh, no, my kids <laughs> recognize it instantly, too, because one they're much us. more amenable. Like, they understand, I think. They just don't know how to speak it, but they do understand. Do you plan on ever te- having the kids learn it? You know, I, uh, growing, up, growing up here in L.A., I think they really need to. No, it'll yep. be their choice. I do. Well, it'll be their choice, but I I can see now because growing up at Fresno, you really don't need to learn how to speak Armenian. You don't. No. Because you're still fully immersed in the culture and everything. But growing up here, and especially when I came here for college, I I mean, the first question, Arme- I went to UCLA, and the first question Armenians would ask me, oh, what kind of Armenian are you? And I was like, uh, I'm in Fresno, and they're like, "No, what kind?" And I'm like, "American." Like I didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. Like Barska High, this that I didn't know any of that existed. 
And then when they found out that I didn't speak Armenian, oh, I had some explaining to do. Uh -oh. And then I had to go through this whole rigmarole and blah, 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 and this and that. So in LA, it's definitely different because you have a lot of, you know, first generation, there's second more, generation. There's more and, of us. Yeah. And speaking a different language is accepted now, yeah. you oh, know? Yeah. So. Well, I, I hope my I, kids need to. Well, I hope you, you know, joining the Wise Nuts and then leaving, maybe it'll empower you to be like, you know what? You go home today. You go, all right, kids, you're, no more piano. No, we're going we to Shabbatoria. We're going to Shabbatoria. <laughs> well, maybe I'm not opposed to doing like if I could sign up for like a summer course with my kids just to do something, that would be fun. Yeah, I took it in Rosetta, college. I took it at Glendale. Rosetta Stone oh. doesn't have it? They they probably probably do. Do. I don't Didn't think they do. That? No. I don't think Rosetta Stone I thought he had it. I had the Rosetta Russian. Stone. Russian. Armin. Uh, Armin Orujan, who was a uh, who he lives in Armenia. Now. He was on our podcast a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He said something very, very smart, which it, it really, it, it really was it something huge. It the, stuck with me. The goosebumps statement. The goosebumps oh. statement. He said, "We're a very small culture where where there's not a lot of us, but our language is still there. You mm -hmm. see, there's the Kurdish, there's uh, there's other cultures where Assyrians. Uh, the Assyrians where they're they're still there, but their language is basically complete. What there's was the number he said? Like sixty seven hundred. Cultures yet only 180 languages. Yes, he said, yeah, 67, 67 cultures. Hundred. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, cultures. 6,700 cultures, and he said 100 and something languages, and we're, and, wow. and we're one of them. <gasps> yep. I got goosebumps. And Is that what you mean? Yes. See what and we're one of said? Them. See, and that's special. You can't reconcile that. I mean, that's yeah. yep. something. So what is what is Ani saying? Ani said you should recommending go see... a piano teacher. Oh no, no, <laughs> Armenian. or Armenian. Oh, Armenian teacher. Oh, there you go. Speaking Parkui. Yeah. I have to come up with the money. It's writing a check. These checks are killing me, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're we're gonna put a GoFundMe page for Jill's kids. <laughs> Jill's kids are a fund me. Uh, they're going to take Korean lessons. With, uh... <laughs> they're gonna learn. Our, they're, we're gonna do, we're gonna put a link in the comments below, guys. Uh, the Fab Mom, guys, her book is available on Amazon. Follow Jill Simonian on Facebook, yes. on Instagram. Uh, hashtag the Fab Mom is her hashtag. Follow that as well. Uh, Jill, thank you so much for being with us. It was thank so you. much it was, fun. It was thank definitely you. it was amazing having you on. We'll definitely have you on again. Because right. I know there was there was a lot Why we touched on. Once she comes back from Armenia. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and I will say this. If anyone is interested about learning more about the mission that my husband does to Armenia, go to mendingkids.org slash Armenia because you can participate or donate or get involved and it's um it's a yearly thing. Oh, what we'll do is we'll get a link for that. We'll, cool. we'll, we'll plug that in there as well. Jill, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks. Have fun in Armenia. Cool. We'll be in touch with you via social media. Oh, good. <laughs> Listen, we can't go over to our house for coffee and stuff. Don't so. walk into a pool, yeah. huh? Yeah. I, just, won't, I won't walk into the, what's the monument? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Any one of them. Don't, there, there's, you're going to see a I, shit ton of monuments. Don't walk into a pool pulak. <laughs> pool pulak. Remember that word, pool pulak. Pool pulak. Pool pulak. What does that mean? Just, the, just, water just, fountain, no, no, the water fountain. Oh. But enjoy it. And here's the thing. I I do this one thing for us. When you come back, I want you to post something on social media as far as how you felt coming back oh, to LA. Oh, of course I will. And then put hashtag wise notes. I will. Yeah, I will. Go. I promise I will do that. Cool. Jill, thank you again for being with us. Uh, guys, we'll be with you guys next Monday, 7.30 again, live. Thank you for being with us. Sorry for the internet stuff. We're working on it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, have a great Monday. Enjoy your weeks and make it a productive one. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Good night, everyone. Thanks.